Welcome back to Active Minds Podcast, where we explore life, business, etc., through the lens of people who are paving their own lane. Today, we're going to have a little fun. We're going to be talking about building tomorrow today. We're joined by Orlando Miller, a guy who's basically looked at every single city he's <laughs> he's ventured into as the building blocks, a, a walking, talking ATM. I'm joined today by Danny, of course, our co-host. I'm Catriel Cesarfati. We're going to have a little fun with this one. <laughs> I'm a little biased because I've been in real estate for so long. Yeah. We're going to definitely get into it right the hell away. Um, NIMBYs. And we're going to go right for it, man. <laughs> why, why beat around the bush? So if you've never heard the term, NIMBYs is not in my backyard. It's a lot of social activism that started off like unions with a very pure heart with good intentions and eventually turned into we can't build something because you know somebody's mother was an underwater basket weaver and now we needed to declare it a historic district so you're operating out of many cities yes you're right now in philly pennsylvania oh pennsylvania a few and <laughs> a few uh they that. just they did kind of just this declared martial law <laughs> on airbnbs over there yeah yeah a lot of legality regulations that came into place um why is that I don't know. You know, they were operating for many, many years without mm -hmm. the regulations. But uh, I think a lot of it came into place for uh, regulation of specific areas where people reside. And they mm -hmm. don't like, you know, Airbnbs because a lot of the times these places are row homes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So there can be noise disturbances on each side. And a registration, you know, you can't just go in and grab a property and list it without having your license and ID uh, and LLCs and all that stuff registered. So it could be harder for people and they don't want to jump through those hurdles. And uh, prior, obviously, to, you know, things happening with Airbnb or VRBOs, you could just throw something up. And yeah. You didn't need anything. No regulations. No legal. Was no nothing. So it's like, hey, we'll throw everything up and we'll operate. And again, some people don't know how to operate. So so how are you dealing with that? How are you staying afloat in this in this economy, with this situation now? What are you? Uh, right now, um, just by being a good operator. Okay. You know, understanding uh, to see a vision for the future, more or less, and uh, looking at, you know, history and previous things that have happened in the past and mm -hmm. where we can move in a trajectory uh, to see what happens in the future. That's how I'm there moving in today's time, honestly. So you're and noticing the patterns. Yeah, and, 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 you know, it's clockwork. You know, if you look at a clock on a wall, it's the same cycle. It happens all the time, you know, so it's very important to understand that. I feel like you might already have an answer to this. If we're looking at what's happening right now, specifically real estate-wise, Airbnb is enrolled into that. Yeah, yeah. What's it's the last estate, time yeah. you saw this happening? Oh, me personally, yeah, might have person. been before my time. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'll, maybe, but oh eight around there, things plummeting. Not as hard though, mm -hmm. because I think we had obviously a significant spike. Egos were, you know, high heightened, especially here in South Florida. Uh, you know, a lot of people from New York came here for numerous reasons, and that spiked a lot of things up. There's not a lot of supply and a whole bunch of demand. And it's hard to keep up with that right now at this period of time. But, um, you know, uh, with the shifts and all the stuff that's going on, uh, what I'm personally seeing is things softening up mm. a you lot. Think so. That's good. That's and, good and, and it's, it's a good thing. Yeah. Right? And not a full, yeah, like a clock. I, always, I already said that, you know, just like a clock, you know, it happens all the time. You know, so there's definitely going to be a correction. There's going to be a uh, softening in prices, as we can see. I even I'm softening up my prices on homes we purchased yeah. personally. Are you okay? And uh, yeah, you just have to move with the cycle. You know what I mean? But it's about when you get in, timing is everything. Oh, yeah. And when to get out and not be greedy <laughs> and enjoy it. What's an example of some 
time that something didn't work out the way you planned it to? And, and how did you deal with that when it kind of comes to a listing or what have you? Things, I've, for me personally, everybody's you know experience is a lot different, but uh, sometimes things don't work out when you're scaling significantly fast and okay. running at a fast rate. True. And sometimes you can crash and burn when you're running fast. Amen. So that's why it's very important to that's sometimes true. slow down because less sometimes is more. But you do know. you have a specific example of it that you could share with us? Or you're yeah, yeah. I mean, um, scaling fast, taking on a lot of stuff. Uh, example, I we actually purchased one of our first homes uh, in January. Okay. Very large home, 10,000 square foot home. Nice. Uh, eight bedrooms, uh, foreclosed house in a luxury development neighborhood. It's very, very nice. Texas? Uh, Arizona. Oh, yeah, close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm here to Arizona, here, Philly. Uh, I've been in all over states. But... Uh, Arizona and that house was a lot more work than I expected Okay. <laughs> you know and of course you always have to over budget but when there's when you're dealing with luxury real estate the bigger the house the bigger the problems you know <laughs> and that and that's what happens so sometimes when you're scaling up and something could be a lot more than you expect it can halt other areas of your business so preparing yourself for for the scale for scaling up yeah what does that look like for you what is that process for you for me now, what it looks like is actually gathering information from other people that have already done it. Okay. And learn from them. That's the only way, you know. And uh, obviously, us entrepreneurs, us young guys, we try to learn the hard way. It's like, I got this, I got this, you know, yeah. grind, grind, grind. Yeah. But sometimes you need to take Pride a Pride is breath. expensive, though. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. So sometimes you really need to, hey, let, let me uh, get a bird's eye view from someone else. That can see exactly where, where this clock is going. Totally understand if you don't want to name the person but or the people, but... I'm guessing you did come across eventually someone to like watch and learn from. Mm -hmm. What was that like? Like, take us back to that to that timeline. Uh, this was actually a good friend. He's not on social media. Almost all the big ones aren't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, uh, big in development um, mm -hmm. here in South Florida specifically, and again coached me on specific things to look out for, you know, and how to scale and when to get into deals, when to get out of deals. You know, and uh, expect unexpected, as mm -hmm. always. And that has really helped me significantly in my career. Big what time. are those certain things to our viewers and people who are trying to get into what you're doing? What are those certain things to look out for? Uh, certain things. I would say really understanding, uh, depending on which side of the business you are, because I'm mm -hmm. on the buying and arbitrage side, right? Mm -hmm. And really understanding the way contracts need to look. Really understanding your numbers, you know, and also understanding not every yes is a good way to go. Right. You know what I mean? Just because you got a yes from somebody and you can operate business doesn't mean you should operate business. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I think uh, that is a very big key component because a lot of people are like, yeah, I got a yes. I'm excited. Let's do the thing. And uh, they get in to the game yeah. and they fumble, yeah. you know, within that playing field. And I think it's very important to be able to analyze it and see it for what it is. And if it's risky, not don't always take the risk. Because again, not every yes is meant to be for you. Right. You know. And with everything going on now, with you know, for example, my building doesn't allow sure, Airbnb. There's yeah. so there's so much of this now, and Especially we, act here. we actually filmed an episode with Mr. Airbnb, and we they we were tested to I was tested to go implement what what he what he does, 
And a lot of the cold calls that I got, they were like, just hung up the phone. They're like, my building doesn't allow that. How do you deal yeah. with that? Because yeah. it's intimidating. I was like, man, okay. Like, <laughs> I now I don't want to call anyone else. No, <laughs> and most definitely. And I had a great conversation with a friend that does that stuff. I'm on a different side of things. I do luxury real okay. estate in, in, in short-term stays. So I deal with very large homes. Mm -hmm. And that's all we acquire. Anywhere, anywhere from five to eight bedroom homes. So I'm not calling a, a office to get like, right. hey, can I corporate lease your property? And oh, my business wants to operate out of here and things of that nature. Of so course. I have more open-minded individuals when dealing with these type of homeowners uh, that you know may see that, hey, this could be interesting. And I've been super blessed uh, to have individuals and um, homeowners allow me to have the opportunity to take on these properties from them, mm -hmm. pay these extreme high rents, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, we're like good you as a tenant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> extreme high rents. <laughs> but again, most of these people that are living in these three to six million dollar homes are business operators as well. Mm -hmm. So they understand, you know yeah, what I mean? They understand, especially when you're a young guy and you're, you're scaling and growing, they want to see you win too. Right, so well. it's targeting the right They, they want to see you win. They like what you're doing, yeah. especially with me. I found that a lot of my homeowners, they own very large companies and uh, they want to see me win. And they tell me. <laughs> so. so it's targeting the right client with minimal risks. Yes. yes. Yeah, that, that, that part right there is so overlooked mm -hmm. and underutilized. When you said, you know, they want to see you win. And crabs in a bucket is something we've talked about before here. Absolutely. When you're operating with people at your level below or below, even though it feels fucked up saying levels, um, the reality of it is that's where the crabs in a bucket exist. Every single time so you climb that socioeconomic ladder or the layer cake of it all, you notice a lot of difference in how people treat you and even what they want to invest in you. Um, exactly. Yeah, because like I hit a few glass ceilings in real estate in New York, and then I really quickly, when I shifted from doing like managing director, for example, to development director, yeah. holy shit, the treatment was like night and fucking day. Yeah, I'm like, oh shit, different. I should have been here the whole time. Exactly. Yeah, they get invited out. They, they start putting you on to, to things. Oh, absolutely. Bringing you into different rooms. That was them at one point. Exactly. Exactly. You know, that was them, and that's the goal. You know, it's funny too, because like you, especially now when we look at the, st the the state of the country, really, you got a lot of stuff from like race, creed, backgrounds, ethnicity, everything. And I know I got in, I got actually got yelled at the other day when I said this at a dinner. But I'm like, I noticed that the higher I was playing in the socioeconomic circle, the less those things mattered. My background, yeah. ethnicity. Any of that stuff. They didn't it doesn't care. because we were all playing the same game. Yes, right. we're focused we're all more on in chess. the same field. Less on you know who's sitting here, who's exactly. Sitting. That was very interesting. Have you noticed the same thing? Absolutely. You know, it, it's it's and obviously you know I, I like this analogy. If there's two you know billionaires, right, and one's black, one's white. You think they're thinking of race? Yeah. <laughs> they, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You're looking at you like you're stupid for even bringing it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're, they're playing the same game. You know, they both work very hard. What was the turning point in your life in, in which you started this, this venture? What, what, what was the turning point for you? The turning point for me was when I acquired my first house. Mm -hmm. Now, prior, a lot of people don't know the backstory, but... Uh, prior to all of this, uh, I, I was all the houses and stuff like that. I was doing a lot of apartments. Okay, mm -hmm. I was working in a warehouse, uh, you know, picking boxes, and uh, stumbled upon Airbnb on and VRBO upon um, on vacation. So I was on vacation, found Airbnb. A girl told me that hey, uh, you can make money on this, and I was like, how? Like how do you do this? Because I booked her place. It was like five hundred dollars for two nights, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm on vacation coming from Pennsylvania. 
and uh she was like hey maybe you can actually get apartment upstairs and i didn't know there was legality regulation especially here in miami there the fines were 25k i don't know if they changed and things of that nature so there there was a multitude of things so i just took the risk i said hey let me save up some money came back down got that specific apartment and i was like that night that night i listed it mind you i didn't know how to operate the systems of you know the online presence i didn't know what i was doing i didn't know anything about staging so from there that night we had like 25k in booking requests and in queries. Wow. I was like, okay, this is this is working. Mind That's you, something. I'm in a warehouse. <laughs> Imagine being in a warehouse. Okay, so you're like, <laughs> okay, th- this is the window on how I'm actually gonna navigate through this. Okay, so for a few months, uh, you know, I didn't even have cleaners or anything like that. It was very very difficult to figure this whole thing you out. You were handling that all yourself. No, I was in Pennsylvania working. I had uh, I, I had a cousin uh, drive four hours to get to uh, Miami, Florida to clean the first reservation, wow. which is crazy. Wow, dude. From there, I asked the girl that shout had Shout out to your cousin. Yeah, shout out to cousin. <laughs> <laughs> What's your cousin's <laughs> name? What's your cousin's name? Let's get this. They're, they're two twins, Jotty or Nader. They know who they are. Oh yeah, okay, give them okay. their flowers. Holy yeah, shit, yeah. four hours. Yeah, flowers for them. So they, they came down, took care of it, and they're like, oh, maybe I can stay a day or two. Well. You know what I mean? So it was cool. Hey, family discounted. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, from there, uh, that they, that apartment was running, making some money. I'm in the warehouse, and I'm like, you know what? Uh, someone came up to me while I was working this job. Like, hey, maybe you can scale this thing. Maybe you should dig a little deeper and figure out how this works. So from there, I was like, maybe I can. So I just started doing a little bit of research, and I found out this is like a whole operations and business, and people are making all this money off of it. And this was back in 2018. Mm-hmm. So from there, I knew there was a window, and then I just started flying to different locations. Okay. And I uh, started acquiring properties in, you know, Dallas, Texas, uh, Houston, getting townhouses there, doing wow. L.A., you know, and then expanding back to Miami. OK, so when I expanded back to Miami, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm cash flowing these properties that I scaled into and I was able to get my first house with a partner. And this first house, uh, it was sixty five hundred dollars a month furnished property on the water uh treasure island to be exact okay. so i was like okay uh, yeah lock that in and built really good relationships lock that in it came furnished and that month it did like 20 something thousand dollars wow so i was like okay this is really the turning point so to answer your question when i got that first house that was a turning point because i understood that hey uh dealing with the luxury stuff is really where it's at you did hit a different caliber of clientele and individuals mm-hmm. and obviously the margins are very very large Right. So that was a turning point for on me. On that point, and you're, you're, so you're, you're scaling up, you're testing things out. Technically, yeah. at this point, you still have your day job. Yeah, you're, you're, day you're job. getting these, these properties. You're starting to engage with different types of people. What does it look like being Orlando in that equation? Orlando from Pennsylvania, now talking to billionaire Chuck on, on you know, Star had, Island. Had a, had a client that was a billionaire. <laughs> Oil. <laughs> what does that look like for you? Like, what's going through your head at this moment? Honestly, nothing significant. I already knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I knew it was going to happen. I was like, if I continue down this road Mm -hmm. and keep working at it, there's no way I can fail at it. You know what I mean? I think there's a common common denominator again here. People that become successful is believing that you have, there's there's no difference between you and I. Inevitable. It's. You know, there, yeah. there isn't yeah. other people on the outside. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, it's like, you know, rock star. This is amazing. This is so cool. It's, you can do the <laughs> same exact thing when you operate from fear. Yeah. And you operate from a place of I am less than people are going to perceive that. 
Yeah, so exactly. it's about, you know, putting your shoulders back, your head up and speaking with confidence and don't be afraid to ask questions. Exactly. You don't know. I asked a lot of questions along the way. Yeah. And uh, just the way now you said, no, I don't know. He asked you if you knew what. <laughs> One of one of what was it? One of the questions. Nimbies. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, know. no, I don't know. But if had you said yes, you probably wouldn't have learned. Yeah, exactly. That's, That's a superpower, though. Just being like, I don't know. No, yeah, I have no I, idea. I'm asking questions all day, yeah. every day. So for any of you viewers out there, just be sure to ask questions. It's your, <laughs> Hell yeah, it's your way to it. You know? ROI on better Close questions. Closed mouths don't ever get fed. Ooh, just know that. I like that. <laughs> they don't ever get fed. Amen. So. Amen. So what's some advice you'd give to your younger self now, with the knowledge that you have now? Start earlier. Okay. <laughs> Start earlier. I, I think everybody Hurry can test to this. It's like, you know, I wish I would have known about this earlier, started doing more research earlier because this wasn't my first business. Like I had little side things that were, you know, going, but I wish I would have started earlier and actually applied myself and put myself in rooms. I forced myself into specific rooms before this even started. You know, I forced myself to go to these masterminds by myself in New York City, exactly. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, drove alone those two hours and getting there and sitting in rooms where I was very uncomfortable and listening to the information that they're giving me. You know what I mean? And absorbing it as much as possible. Being uncomfortable, speaking to people. You know what I mean? Networking more or less. You know, not just to hang out. I, I want to network. I want to connect with you. Understand your point of view of everything and what your experiences were because uh, most of the time you can apply it to yourself so you go a lot to a lot of these mastermind courses well this was back then yeah i was yeah. going to a lot of that back then because again I, I i was just trying to navigate to because i was Learning working a job yeah I was, and I now a, you are yeah. a mastermind no now you're giving courses no? yeah yeah i uh, i teach people on this uh, i've coached uh probably around 500 students on exactly how to navigate through the you know the short terminal space real estate etc what now, motivates you to do that you know, I didn't even, it didn't happen because I wanted to do it. Just someone was like, hey, can you show me? I was like, oh, absolutely, because no one showed me. Right. <laughs> no one showed me mm -hmm. anything. It happened because somebody at my job where I was working when I was younger said, hey, maybe you should look into this. You know, I didn't have anybody teaching me or showing me what to do, how contracts are supposed to be structured, let alone, you know, calling these individuals and pitching them on what I wanted to do and showing up to these properties and letting them know. So uh, it just happened by default. I okay. believe it just happened by default um, and understanding that, hey, no one showed me, maybe I can show them. And then, uh, yeah, I started teaching people how to do it. So that's it, how that happened. It, well, for two things. One, that's exactly why that whole, like, when people hit you with the must be nice comment, oh, it's gosh. like you just know it's just coming from, like, a really dark, low place. Because, like, that whole process that you went through, none of that was gravy. Like, the entire time you were learning on your own, taking your lumps, paying your tuition. No one oh, actually said, gosh. oh, here you go, sir. Like, yeah, dues were being paid. I, I won't forget, you know, I was, uh, when I was working at this warehouse, I was cold calling uh, real estate agents and landlords uh, for rent by a landlord, mm -hmm. like in between boxes at the warehouse. Yeah. And going to the bathroom to lock up deals, you right. know. And then I had a, had a good amount of vacation days. So the way I structured it out when I was scaling, I would take off uh, on Fridays. So I would leave Friday morning uh, on the property I did close on furnish it all the way through uh, Friday evening, Saturday, Sunday. I worked at 2 p.m. on Monday. So I'll fly back uh, on Monday, land around like 10, and then go directly to work. Wow, you see that? That's called <laughs> grind. Grind. Full grind. And also, that is so. reason 1,036,000, whatever the fuck, of why you don't shit on a 9 to 5 and why it's okay to have your 9 to 5 Absolutely. cover your overhead. And just build off of that. I found that that's going to be the foundation because like for a little bit, hustle porn took over. Mm -hmm. Hustle porn had people quitting their jobs 
and like grinding yeah. it out and it's like you look it's just it's just stupid you're stupid yeah, you need yeah. something consistent yeah you there's you no substance to that like yeah. that is what is paying for things that's what got me into the game so right. why would i get rid of it you know what i mean for the time being there's this whole culture of hey you know you need to quit your job and yeah. you know go all in how are you going all in with no money yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> or, or unless you have an investor that comes on board and believes in you absolutely that's phenomenal but it's okay to have the job until that side thing takes over yeah. and that is your main bread and butter when did that happen for you when did it take over when did you finally be like okay i can do this only now when I got that first house. Okay. That yeah. Helps. Once that month came in, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I actually I actually went back and I was like, I'm leaving. And I, the yeah. next day, I moved down to Florida. Amazing. Completely. And how are you liking it down here? Love it. Love it. I, I can't complain. Um, you know, years prior, I did live in Florida, but this is this is home for sure. Do you hmm. think that with this current, you know, pricing, you think it's going to drop soon? Or where, where do you see it going? You see it dropping already, you said. Yeah. Uh, prices are softening up, okay. um, which is a really good thing. It's yeah. not a bad thing. So I think quarter one, it's just my, you know, uh, outlook on things. I think quarter one uh, is where things are going to get really interesting in, in a good way. Okay. And uh, a lot of people are going to start buying a little bit more just based on the interest rates. Things are crazy right now. Uh, banks are, you know, hiking up interest rates. Election time will have a, a softening up in interest rates. But quarter one of next year, we should be looking in good shape. But, yeah, yeah prices are dropping significantly. Uh, egos may be getting hurt from some homeowners, you know, because <laughs> maybe they didn't sell in, you know, December or January. Nah, these people were bleeding people dry, though. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like 800000 in Hialeah. Like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, it doesn't yeah, make yeah, sense. No. What are you doing? Sense, so. The price gouging. Yeah, yeah. so it's uh, <laughs> it's definitely uh, time to, for things to soften up, and that's exactly what is happening now. You know, price cuts of 200000 300000 400000 Yeah. You know, it's going to happen. Now, will it drop significantly lower than that? I don't think so. No. You know, but it won't be anywhere near to where it was before and where how people were bidding on homes and the lines out the door. That's not going to happen. Did that affect ridiculous. you a lot with the, the, the way well, the yeah, prices went absolutely up? Absolutely, because think about it. If you're bidding on these homes, you know what I mean? And you got people's offering a million over asking, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Or, you know, a few hundred thousand dollars over asking. That's hard to bid with. And if you're investing in the real estate you're playing a long game. We're playing yeah. for keeps. You we're know what I mean? Rates, so, yeah. Yeah. You know, so we're playing for keeps, you know. So it's very important to, like, you know, get in low, so high. <laughs> so yeah. That, exactly. Yeah. It, it, you buy land and sell apartments. Yeah, yeah. It's very <laughs> simple. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's my outlook tough, on it. Huh? Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. So we don't like to compete with that stuff. <laughs> There's someone that uh, I looked up to for so many fucking years. I still do. Carl Icahn. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Carl Icahn. Yeah. I've never heard he of him. He calls himself an activist uh it, basically his whole spiel was like he was a corporate raider he would come into boardrooms mm -hmm. take over companies other but for moments like this he he is he's been quoted many times saying yeah. that fools rush in where angels fear tread and right now with this market softening that's correction sorry there's going to be we're going to see a lot of fools rushing oh. in oh yeah you know and but you've been around the block enough to know this is not the time to no. just like just fuck it let's go there's no time yeah. to roll the dice especially if you're you know investing and this is why i'm grateful to have the people in my corners uh that have lived this before mm -hmm. and are able to uh tell me exactly you know what to do more or less so yeah. uh you know I, I was looking at some properties a few months ago you know and i was like oh maybe this he's like wait there you go see there you go you always want to rush into stuff yeah <laughs> just wait said let the clock turn there we go so it's important it's if, you're, if you're listening to have people that 
you can have these conversations with look for mentors yeah where, how did you meet your mentors how can well, where would you tell our audience that they can meet people these mastermind classes or it wasn't for me it wasn't mastermind classes okay. now i think there is you know laws in the universe in the quantum realm more or less and if you continue on your journey and you're working towards something you're going to run into people along the way mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. law of attraction exactly you're going to run into people along the way you may not have the answer and if you're looking for the answer it doesn't always come mm -hmm. you know what i mean if you're always looking it's going to come you know so understand those laws so the way i met the individuals i have met uh, where they were uh, neighboring par properties to one of my Airbnbs. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I was like, oh, you know, live in a very large, nice house. Yes. What do you do? Real estate. I'm like, oh, me too. You know, so uh, that's how that happened. And of course, you know, going out, meeting people, I meet other individuals. But mm -hmm. yes, that's how so that learning happened. learning by doing. Yeah, learning mm -hmm. by doing. As long as you keep doing, you're going to yeah. run into people along staying the way. Staying in your lane, staying focused. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, wait. If you're watching this and enjoying it, Press pause for a second. Go to ActiveMindsClub.com. Again, ActiveMindsClub.com. Here you will have membership access to our exclusive networking events as well as behind-the-scene access to our guests where you, yourself, can ask them questions. Not to mention, at these events and in the community, you're going to have access to the very mentors that are here sitting with us as well as many, many more that are doing cool things in stocks, marketing, cars, real estate, where we're going to have you have access to education, insights, how-tos, all things that you can apply to your life and business. Something that I, I started to ask before, I, I just, but now you, you kind of helped me formulate the question in a different way, which is as you're playing in different, you're playing different games now. You're no longer playing the status game, i.e. you're not doing the clout chasing. None of that. You're just focusing on the work. You're learning by doing. You're being, via osmosis, being exposed to different individuals that, and I agree with you that it, through my experiences, those are the people that end up wanting to see you win because they see themselves in you. When it comes to that, like, imposter syndrome, have you ever faced it? And if you, yes, let's start there. Have you ever faced imposter syndrome? No. Okay. Not really. Why do you think you haven't faced imposter syndrome? Obviously, you know the numbers game, but for a second, let's stay, let's let's step back and pretend you were talking to Sebas or, or something like that, and they're like, "I have imposter syndrome." Why do you think that is? I think I just know what I want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think I'm just very, very clear on what I want, and I'm very observant of others. You know, I see what they're doing, and I know uh, of these individuals. And sometimes it's not always for them; they're doing it for others. You know, and for me, I've just never lived my life like that. I'm just mm -hmm. very authentic and clear on what I want. And I like what I like. I'm very just like that way. Yeah. And uh, for me, I, that's why I never really felt like I've had imposter syndrome or anything of that nature or any huge wants for specific things. If it was like material or anything of mm -hmm. that nature, I know what path I'm on. And it, again, I can't fail if I stop, you know, yeah. if I, like if I stop, I'm done, but I'm going to keep going. So I just never felt that as if I had imposter syndrome. I've definitely so noticed a correlation between, like you just said, I know what I want. It's inevitable. It's a numbers game. That brings me to the, 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 the observation, basically. Uh, imposter syndrome, confidence, and respect building. Mm -hmm. The people that are more focused on the game, the doing, the execution. It's not that they don't have time for the other stuff. It's just that it's a byproduct. Your confidence gets boosted by your results. Yes your self-esteem self everything mm -hmm. it's by your doing so every single new win is just like see i can yeah yeah and it's just reassurance i mean know? it sounds simple when we say it like that yeah but it just but this dude there's a billion dollar industry built Absolutely. just around building your self-esteem your confidence yada 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 like 
What does your self-care routine look like? Oh, wow. <laughs> I like that question. Uh, for me, the gym. The gym. It sounds, it sounds so, like, weird, but uh, I love the gym. That's just, yeah. like, my thing. I like working out, and uh, I like helping other people. And I like uh, pushing the needle forward for myself uh, and the people around me. I think that's really what my self-care is, uh, the gym. Do you work out in the morning or in the afternoon? The morning. 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 Say buzz okay. notes. <laughs> well, early in the morning. Why? Um, Are you okay? You look. It's, you the, way like, you, it's the way you start. I don't worry about that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I'm, uh, that's my routine. Just uh, working out. That's me. And everybody has their own outlets, you know. But yeah. that's mine. Did you find yourself problem solving while you're at the gym? No, I'm no, not really. Probably just releasing, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm just like releasing. Just you know connected. what I mean? And, and and that's that's the way I operate. Nice. You know. So it's like a like a de-stress. Yeah, yeah it, it can be because, uh, again, dealing with so much when you scale, you know, you're dealing with heavy bills. <laughs> you're, dealing, you're dealing with uh, <laughs> yeah. crazy things shifting in the markets. You know, there, there's a lot to deal with. So, yes, I do need the gym. <laughs> I need to You've, you've used the stress. word scale a few times, uh, several. What, what does that word mean to you, scaling? Pushing needle forward, adding. Okay. Well, for me, it's adding to the portfolio. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, that that's really what it is. You know, or just growing your business because everybody goes through their growing pains. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, it, it's necessary. It's going to happen, but you just need to know how to do it correctly. Is there a recent growing pain that you overcame? A few. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I kind of explained to you earlier mm -hmm. on in the podcast about purchase of the first home, and mm -hmm. mind you, it was your first luxury house. Uh, that you purchased and uh, it's there was a lot more than you expected you know and that was definitely a huge hurdle to jump over you know and uh, it, and I learned a lot about myself uh, in the process of it what was the biggest lesson you learned in that besides you know getting your head in over your head what what was the personal lesson that you learned from that personal lesson is not always what you think it is yeah you know what I mean and also how to uh, navigate through stress Okay. Uh, and, and understanding how to really hone in on, you know, that pressure. And it's okay. Do you take time? Like, let's say you're super overwhelmed, you know. Do you ever just take time to decompress or do you just keep going? What, what's your... I just work out. <laughs> I just work that's out. That's, that's my meditation. Yeah, yeah, but I, I also, I know, if you understand, if you study success, right, there's a process. Before anything goes significantly right in a huge, like, way... Things are always going to unfold and crumble. Yeah, that's the mm -hmm. test to tell you if you point, yeah. if you're if you're meant for this or not. It's your test. You know what I mean. Yeah. So it's all it's all a test, and then that's just it's going to happen all the way through. And you you're going to have to keep learning that lesson until you learn it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, so and, and a lot of people be ready quit. To level up. Yeah, you yeah. level up, and then you're at the bottom of the next level, and mm -hmm. you, you continue on. That's the fun know? part right there, where you're yeah. at the bottom of the next level. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit. It's it like, wow, up. we got a lot to go, so a lot more to go. So I, uh, yeah, I love it. I'm enjoying every every bit of it. You know, it's it's a full bless, process. Uh, you know, you can't knock all your L's and um, obviously love your wins, too. But, yeah. you know, hone in on those uh, losses and uh, understand them. And, yeah, what's, I think it's amazing. What's the end goal for you? What Where do you want to be in, like, 10 years? Oh, wow. Um I think right now um, my goal in 10 years is obviously scale the real estate portfolio because mm -hmm. it's not just Airbnb, you know, we're buying, mm -hmm. we're fixing, flipping, stuff like that, scaling that portfolio and also buying businesses as well and scaling those as well and selling those, you oh, know, yeah. and that, and that, next exit, exactly, yeah. you know, understanding the scalability, what kind of exit, the strategy, the long-term plan, the three to five year plan, and uh, also what 
what kind of uh, you know business we could purchase or create that we can potentially help you know the world more or less and also you know individuals as well true so, we're hearing this a lot true. a lot of people that are successful are not only looking out for themselves you guys are looking out for the betterment of the community of yeah the world. everything you know everything yeah there's tons of needs here so. yeah if you don't take care of the ecosystem mm -hmm. then kind of just all goes to shit you know like that's because yeah. everything you're putting out there obviously has a ripple effect Absolutely. You know, like it, and, and it's kind of like the whole karma isn't a bitch unless you're one. You know, <laughs> yeah. If you just Absolutely. keep putting out like toxicity, yeah. you know, because that's a new phrase these days. But like, if you keep putting out bad business, oh my god, you just ruin the ecosystem. Yeah. Yeah. And after a while, you have nothing to to live off of it. So don't Absolutely. only look out for yourself. See if you can bring the team with you. If you can't, leave them aside. But if you can't, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, when it comes to right now, where you, where things are going, because you brought up the ten years actually reminded me of the original thing that we wanted to get in with you which was the next two to three years obviously everyone in the mother is putting out their predictions some are right Absolutely. some are way off <laughs> where's what are you seeing let's say let's let's start simple the next two years in real estate yeah or just generally speaking the economy because obviously those are interchangeable yeah i mean real estate wise things are especially miami here in south florida they only build up and there's tons of, you know, hedge funds coming here, uh, tons of people from New York. So I think, uh, you know, here it's going to be very, very big. Uh, a lot of scalability here. Uh, prices are going to continue to go up. <laughs> you I know, keep seeing it, Miami like it, Monaco. Yeah, it's it's just oh. we have I wouldn't even call this like the United States. <laughs> just yeah. like a, it's like it's a little hub island, and uh, it's just growing. Rapidly. Now you're local. Now don't I know move. you're local. Like, like I've been here for. Please don't move here. Now I know you're local. <laughs> Stay home, everybody. <laughs> so yeah, I think uh, here here specifically, it's just one of a kind. Yeah. We're going to keep growing significantly. As far as the economy, I just really don't know. <laughs> I don't Thank know. Thank you for saying that. Uh, I don't <laughs> know, you know, what's, you ha what's happening. You know, don't know. We'll see. We'll adapt with time. And I, like I always say, time reveals all. You yeah. Know? So you just need to adjust accordingly and move with the flow of the ocean, more or less. So. Oh, yeah. Be water. Yeah. Energy water. flows where intention goes. Exactly. Especially now where things are, are where they are. Let's just say where they are. Um, there's so many variables that you know, trying to put like your finger on, on anything really just kind of seems like a, a useless activity at this point. No, you can't. Like, I, mean, I mean, we just had COVID. Yeah, from 2016 to now, right? It's just, dude, it's been like this weird ass time. Yeah. Everything that's right is wrong and vice versa. You're not lying. <laughs> <laughs> this is the truth. You know, yeah. everything was uh, unexpected. And I can always say, you know, expect the unexpected. You know, it's not that you have to have a bad outlook or a negative. But that's just the true nature of things. <laughs> it happens, you yeah. know, expect the unexpected. That's true. And uh, I really like that that phrase because for me it's helped me out a lot. And, you know, um, it's not always going to be a straight path. You know, it's not. Yeah, you that's seem just very the truth. cool. Cool as a cucumber. Yeah, I'm cool with it. I'm riding the wave. <laughs> you know, I have a little detour, but it's still the same path. You know, yeah, you're still going to yeah. have the same path. But, I mean, expect the unexpected. Yeah, it does sound like you're like the embodiment of the, the practice of like you're fixed on your goal. But just how you get there, it's like, yeah. we'll see. Yeah, because there's going to be things that happen, you know, to interrupt that, that specific thing. Yeah, whether especially it's, living here. I'm pretty yeah, sure I'm living here, that. whether it's life or whatever it may be, it's going to happen because uh, things happen. It's the nature of the world. What's the greatest difference between your hometown, would you say, and here? 
<laughs> Miami. Well, where I'm from, some people call it the boonies. Some people yeah. call it the cornfields. Uh, there's a there's a big shift. It's a little bit different. As you, uh, you, oh well, let's not get started on that. that <laughs> that's for that's for active minds on the rocks. <laughs> that's a conversation around the rocks. Oh, no, it's all good. Uh, oh, wow, man. but for me, uh, it's just a big difference. Like there's mm -hmm. a lot of motivation here for True. some people you know a lot of growth and opportunities to connect with individuals that have a like of mind mm -hmm. you know where i'm from it's just very closed off nested you know it's very suburban you know white picket fence type of you know right. living and that's okay you know for some comfortable people, living it's comfortable living yeah. and some people are extremely happy living that specific way yeah. me mm -hmm. that's just not my vibe you know <laughs> what i mean I'm, I'm i'm reaching heights but uh to answer your question it's just very different yeah, you know, it's more uh, open-minded. Would you say? Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's open-minded, but it's very, very different. <laughs> it's completely different. So, I mean, Miami does have a lot to offer, and that's how I know you're local now because you're again, like, dude, it's come. a whole other country here. <laughs> like very frequently, you'll see people from like, no, I'm not from Florida, I'm from Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah from Miami because you go outside of here, you know, it's not the same. No outside, dude. I went, I with Port St. Lucie. I like ran. I'm like, I know. You're like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I went to Melbourne, Florida, and I just was like, this doesn't feel right. <laughs> it just it felt so precaution country. <laughs> I was like, what's going on here? Yeah. So it's uh, it's definitely a little bit different. Do you feel like it's easier to monetize off people like that though? Out uh, out there, out yeah. that way. Yeah. E with us being That's based here. Interesting question. Yeah. I love that question, and I will tell you guys this. I think. There's gift in that because people have inspirations and, you know, the way they want to live their life. Mm -hmm. And people take maybe one vacation a year, the average individual. We live in on technically on vacation. We have the beach. We have, you know, good water, good weather. So people that see the way you live, that draws them in. You know what I mean? And it's a sense of motivation for them. Now, what they do with that, whether you're selling a product or whatever it may be, is on them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because they have to be the ones willing to do the work. But you can definitely monetize uh, the way you live, more or less, especially here, I would say. The way you live here, you can monetize it to the fullest. Okay. Good Absolutely. Know. That is true. I mean, that's why I've jokingly said you can rent anything here. Anything. Rent anything? Oh. <laughs> you can rent a I family here, dude. Renting everything. Dude, you can rent a family here. No, you can. Yeah, yeah, a wife and kids. Yeah. Guys. For events. <laughs> Literally, for events, he'll oh, have like a wife and kids show up with him and they'll be like, oh my God, he's a family man. Yeah. Yeah, dude, anything. Cars, House. houses, uh, watches, de todo, everything, everything. Yeah. yeah. The family? Yeah. Uh, I believe it was like 15 for the wife, this five is, per I'm kid. Not, I'm not in the part of it. <laughs> Girl, that's not a conversation. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, this is a city that definitely figured out a hustle for anything and everything. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. It's crazy. Yeah. Right. Like even for like uh, restaurants, reservations, like, oh, there's, we have no room. All of a sudden you slip them a hundred. There's always a table, yeah. you know, the whole yeah, line. Set so. it up. Don't worry. We put it together. Everybody's <laughs> bribable. You're like, it's yeah. a, oh my God, it's a funny city. Um, so. As we wrap things up, is there something that you're just so proud of and you want to share with, with everyone and celebrate? From, like, am I proud of just me? Both, or both months, personal yeah. and business, whatever, you're, whatever it is. Yeah, uh, I'm just proud that I stuck it out. Uh, I think, you know, like I said, you can't lose if you, you know, uh, keep going. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm happy about that. No matter the circumstances of adversity, whatever it may be, if mm -hmm. you just keep fighting forward, you cannot lose. There mm -hmm. is no way. <laughs> it's like not possible. 
Mm-hmm. And like I said, you know, if you understand the quantum field and the laws of the universe, mm-hmm. you're going to win regardless. Like, it's going to happen by default. So Trust. Uh, yeah, trust, have some faith in all that you do, and you'll be okay. So, so as we start to wrap things up here, um, as you're watching, uh, listening, want to rewind, take some notes, here are some of the finer points of th- the things that we went over. Um, from the perspective of Orlando, um, first things first, the past is built on patterns and people are patterns. Everything rhymes. Um, you know, when we started getting into when, when's the last time we've seen something like this? Um, instead of going all the way back, I'll just go to something recent. Last time we saw where it's happening right now in terms of economies and, and real estate, 85 through 87. Then again, 99 through 2001 and then 08 through 2010. So just look back to those newspaper articles, clippings, articles, whatever you want to call it. Go back and look at what's happening there, and you're going to notice a huge similarity again. And if you wanted to go even further, further, further back than that, go back to when they built the first Ford Mustang. That was the last time we saw very something like almost identical to where we are today. Then we started going into systems and processes. His entire approach is based on I know where I want to go. How I'm going to get there is malleable. I can change it. I can mess around with it and make it my own, which actually gets to the fun part, the mentors. Mentors is something that has been monetized because access is, it is what it is, right? But specifically, he is a living embodiment of as you're doing, learning as you're doing, puts you in better rooms because a lot of times you'll come across someone who's older than you, who's been around the block more times than you, that will see themselves in you. And that does help break glass ceilings. Whether you're in a career or running a business, you wanna bust some glass ceilings? I mean, I'm biased when I say this. That's how I busted through them. I just started playing different games. So cloud chasing, also known as status games, only gets you so far because all it takes is one tweet and that's it, you're canceled. So same thing with politics at work, canceled. So if you wanna get through those glass ceilings, just play different games, which then puts him in a different arena. He's carving out his own niche. He specifically stated the arena of real estate and Airbnb that he likes to work with, which is higher priced properties, mm-hmm. bigger properties, estates, etc. So guess what? Anytime they think of that nature of that uh, market, Orlando's the guy you go to, and that gives him leverage. So guess what? He's typically the guy that doesn't run around with a bunch of business cards, hang them out at every single networking meeting. He's probably getting a text message. He's sending a text message and a deal is getting done that way. That's how you give yourself leverage to be able to operate from freedom. You can work from the beach, you can work from your home, it doesn't matter because you're setting up a reputation for yourself that way. And more than anything, the biggest thing that we'd love for you to take away from Orlando's conversation is you learn by doing, you grow by doing. I know that many times you've heard it said, you know, oh, just get started, whatever. I mean, it sounds so simple and it might hurt your ego to hear that, but just fucking get started. That's literally the best way to get into any room, any opportunity, and so on. Uh, just wanted to check in with you to make sure that we got what you were sharing with us today. <laughs> Spot on, man. It's <laughs> beautiful, on. man. Uh, Danny, any uh, any thoughts as we close out? Super grateful to have you today. Thanks for the insight. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here, man. Appreciate it. I love. I, I just love. He's so chill. This is very, very cool, nice. That's a cute comeback. Hell yeah, man. Always, always. <laughs> <laughs> um, so no, I, I think it's interesting highlighting um, what you said at the end, that when you work with higher profile clients, they're not as afraid. And, and I remember we talked about this before, that it's usually the clients that are renting their, have the smaller apartments that are the most concerned. So you lower your risk Absolutely. by working with more high profile clients. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. 
I agree. It's the truth. Yeah, <laughs> I'm living it. So. Um, when I, before I forget, because I almost forgot, I want to give a huge thanks to Hands Free Automation, Vegan Gummies, keeping this machine running, keeping this thing going, putting us in conversations with people like Orlando, and of course, bringing this to you. Danny, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks this has been awesome. Orlando, you're the man, thank dude, and so I, I look forward to your progress. Thank you so much. Uh, definitely look forward to seeing you out here in these streets. It's going to be <laughs> fun. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is going to be fun. Uh, I have been Catriel C. Sarfati. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been Active Minds Podcast, where we explore and learn through the perspectives of people that are paving their own lane. Please don't forget, move smarter. Catch you in the next one. So, guys, as we're wrapping up, we want to remind you that we have our membership program now available on activemindsclub.com. Activemindsclub.com. Grab yourself a seat. See you there. <laughs>